Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. Today, we're going to talk about habits, <laughs> mindset around habits, tips and tricks that I've found from reading, from listening, from trying things out myself, stories of different habits that I've started or stopped, and then resources that I've used that I would love to recommend to you. The first thing to know about habits is that if you have a habit you're wanting to start, you have to make it easy. If you have a habit that you're wanting to quit, you have to make it hard. (laughs) So my first recommendation is just take an inventory of all your habits. Kind of go through your day and figure out what have I already established as a habit? And then once you do that, figure out what do I want to keep and maybe what do I want to get rid of? Once you've established uh, a habit that you are wanting to start, it's a good idea to look at that list and pick one of those that would work really well to combine with your new habit. What's cool is that you've already got the cues and the whatever you need in order to remember to do that thing every day. So if you can attach your new habit to that, you're a lot more likely to remember to do the new habit. I know for me, when I was trying to have the habit of doing meditation every day, um, once I found that when I put my daughter to bed, after I sing to her and snuggle her and then we're just laying there, it's a really great time to do my meditation. And so I made it part of my habit of going into her room to put her to bed was to grab my my headphones and my phone so that I was ready to go as soon as she was ready to settle into sleep. And it really helped me to establish doing that daily. The other thing you want to think about is how can I positively reinforce this action? You want to be rewarded because before it's ingrained in you, before it's part of your identity, which is the ultimate goal when establishing a habit, is you want it not just to be something you do, but to be something you do because it's who you are. Then before that, we have to have little rewards, little things that that give you that burst of hormone, happy hormones through your body, which are going to make you have positive associations with that action. So one of the ways to look at habits is thinking of it as a cue, an action, and, re- and a reward. So what is it that cues you to want to do that action? What is the action? And then what do you get from that action? That's something you can really look into when you're even um, analyzing how to get rid of a bad habit. Something that you're doing that you're clearly getting a reward for it. So if you can think of something else that you could do and still get that same, whatever the benefit was from it, then you can have a better chance of replacing that habit. Maybe your bad habit is watching too much TV in the evening when you have a project that you're wanting to work on. Um, One thing that you can do is honestly unplug everything that makes it easy to watch tv so like whatever devices it is attached to 
if it if it's really a problem and you can't stop yourself from doing it and there's something else that you're really wanting to do unplugging all of that so that when you go to watch tv you actually have to plug and set up everything is probably going to make it a lot le- less likely for you to want to go into that or let's say that you have a habit of reaching for sweets at three o'clock right if you move those out of sight even like ultimately get them out of your house is the best but if they're out of sight out of mind then hopefully that will make it harder or um something that you like that you really like to just reach into your fridge and grab if you reorganize your fridge so that it's like really hard to get to the back to where it is that makes it a little bit harder so that's the idea of making something harder that you don't want to be continuing Whereas, let's say you're wanting to eat more healthy snacks, if you have them all kind of set up in the front of your fridge, ready to grab and eat, where it's not going to take a lot of work, like maybe on Sunday you cut them all up to be the right size for what you want, then you're more likely to grab that when you open your fridge. (laughs) Okay, we've talked about making the new habits easy, making the habits you don't want hard, connecting it to a habit you already have, and giving a positive reinforcement to help you set up a routine. But a lot of times, even just this novelty of having something new that you're working towards and that you're doing can keep you interested in. It's once you have started to get good results and you've started to... um like for example, let's say you wanted to start a exercise, get healthier, start an exercise routine and, and you've started doing it and you've started to feel better. And so you're like, oh, well, I'm doing great. Like I can start to slack a little bit more, right? We get comfortable and that's where you get a lot of that yo-yoing. You're like, oh, well, I can probably just, I'm doing really good. I can probably have this treat here or I'm doing good. I can probably skip this workout, right? And then sooner than later, you're like suddenly not doing all the things that you'd set up. So that is something to watch out for. You want to make sure that you're not settling in and relaxing and one way to make sure that that's happening is to make sure that you always have a new goal that you're working towards something specific like whether it's a weight goal or a number of push-ups goal or a completing a program goal like you want to have something that you can say I did this and I completed it. And then once you do something a little bit harder, you always want to be staying in that zone where it's just a little bit hard. So you have to work at it. You don't want it to be too hard because then you're going to give up, but you also don't want it to be too easy. So keeping it right in that right zone. And that's going to take checking in and, and reviewing and saying, okay, where am I at with this? Um, and also connecting to like, why did you start? Having that visible, maybe on your bathroom mirror, something that's going to be like when it's hard or even when it's easy, when it starts to become routine, maybe when you start to get bored, finding a way to make it interesting and connect to the reason why you started so that you continue with it. And ultimately, you want to get to the point where the reason that you're doing that activity is because it's who you are. I mentioned this earlier, identity. So... Sticking with the example I was using before, if you want to be healthy um, and you want to be a person who works out every day and eats healthy and makes healthy choices, maybe you don't feel like that in the beginning. Uh, And so that's when you have those little positive reinforcements. Like if I work out for the entire week this week, then I will, I don't know, get those fun leggings that I wanted or I will... I don't, 
<laughs> whatever it is that's exciting to you, although you don't want to connect it with a reward that goes against what you're working towards. So like you don't want to have like a giant ice cream sundae at the end of the week after working out every day. Maybe make that a little bit more sparse. But having some sort of reward connected until until the reason that you're getting up and working out is because if you didn't, you wouldn't feel like yourself. And that kind of creeps up on you, right? Suddenly you'll be like, oh, wow, I am a person who works out every day. And this is a non-negotiable for me and I'm going to keep doing it. That's the ultimate goal, no matter what. Like, let's say you are wanting to write a book, right? But you don't consider yourself a writer. Once you get up and you do the action of writing enough days in a row, like when you start to get up and don't write, you're going to, and you, if you have the identity of a writer, then you're going to be like, wait, I don't feel like myself. I feel off, right? I need to make the time to make sure I'm writing so that I feel like myself. I love learning about habits and learning about um, how to set them up, how to stop the bad habits, working with people and troubleshooting with them on how they can do this. And so I wanted to share with you some of the resources that have helped me build my understanding of habits and be able to change my behaviors in my life and ultimately build an identity that of, of who I want to be. So the first book that I read on habits was called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. He really goes into the idea of like inventorying your habits to figure out like what are the ones you want to keep, what are the ones you want to get rid of. And then when you identify one either that you want to keep or you want to get rid of, then digging into what is the cue, what's the action, and what's the reward and using that as a way to, I don't know, hack your own behaviors. Um, And then more recently, I read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. This book is so good. It is so dense. Like I had to listen to tiny little bits at a time. I had multiple books I was listening to at the time because I would listen to a little chunk and then I'd have to take notes and think about it and apply it to my life because there was so much practical advice in that book. So I definitely recommend listening to or reading Atomic Habits. And then a podcast that I like to listen to with different hacks, especially for behavior and brains and thinking is called Quick Brain with Jim Quick. And they're very short little episodes and they're on all different kinds of topics, all related to the brain in some way. So there's some really good stuff on habits in there. So you might be thinking, Lisbeth, that's all great and all, but I cannot get myself out of the couch. I just feel absolutely no motivation. I'm frustrated with this situation. I'm sad. I can't even find the motivation to get up and change anything. Like I can't even take the, the think about inventorying my habits. That just seems like too far away, right? If you are feeling hopeless right now or you're just like life just seems the same every day, you know, kind of how what I would call stuck in a funk, it happens. Deep breath, hand on your chest. Self-compassion moment. Yeah, that's real. I would say that if you're feeling like that, you have to find a way to tap into some hope. You have to find something that can make you excited for the future that you can be hopeful about. And that is what's really going to motivate behavior, right? If you feel like there is no hope, then it's going to be hard to change anything, right? So 
there's a couple things. There is a meditation series with the Chopra Center right now. It is free. You can take advantage of this. It is called Hope in Uncertain Times. And there's little snippets by Oprah Winfrey, followed by um, some talk by Deepak Chopra, and then he leads you through a meditation with a mantra. And I have just found that what they say at the beginning really helped to shift my mindset when I was just feeling really down about this whole situation and the changes to life that are happening right now. It really helped me. And then my other suggestion for you is to go and find Rachel Hollis's Rise podcast episode 72. This is the episode where she takes you through this activity that has you dream about your life in the future and she really pushes you to dream bigger than you probably would on your own. I know for me that was the case. She just keeps pushing you in the episode. You're like, no bigger, now bigger, now bigger. And then she brings it all back down until you have 10 dreams. And the idea behind that is that you have a vision for your life. You have somewhere you want to go. If you have somewhere you want to go, then you're going to have steps that you need to take in order to get there. And that is where you can kind of like backwards engineer your life to then look at what do I need to work on right now? What habits do I need to develop right now in order to be that person that I want to be in 10 years? Well, friends, that's what I have for you for this episode. I hope that you found some little tidbits that can help you in setting up good habits for your life and stopping those bad habits. If you are looking for support in this area, this is something I do with my clients in my boot camp. We talk about habits, we talk about how you can engineer your life, and we talk about digging into your why, all of these things. So reach out to me on social media. You can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram and send me a message and we'll talk about how we can get you set up for getting support with engineering your life for who you want to be.